Amen. 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 Good to be back. Good to be here. Last week to this week seemed like a long time because of um, what God has been doing in our midst. And I'm really, really thankful. Thankful to God for his mercies and his wonderful, incredible hand upon us in this season. How many of you were here during the last Bible study? The power of imagination. How many of you? Let me hear you shout. Let me hear you whoop whoop or something. Yes, sir. Yeah. Come on, come on. You know, I did say that that message is one that will change our lives forever. And I was very intentional about it. And um we, may, we won't understand fully today, but in the days to come, it will be clear um, the impact of what that message is. Um, the people that are most blessed are the children of our generation who, if we groom them in the paths of these things that we're talking about, They will be really, really, really blessed. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Our final sound check, Clubhouse. I hope you hear me good. And um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Today, today is literally part two of the same message. I'm dreaming with God, dreaming with God, dreaming with God. Um, let me see if I can quickly catch someone's thoughts. Let me see where someone is thinking. Uh, who can share in one minute? Um, I really, really want to be on time today. Really, really, really. That's my new uh, plan. Just to you know, keep it short and simple and straight to the point. Um, is anybody here that have, when you heard the topic, the subject, dreaming with God, what came to your heart? Anybody? Anybody? And maybe I should make this announcement first. This will be our last Bible study on Zoom. Going forward, the next Bible study will be straight on YouTube. Um, our technical people are trying to get our, our videos and then, you know, they don't want the logo of Zoom on our videos anymore. <laughs> so, so now that you have the opportunity to speak, you better speak. <laughs> the next time you'll be chatting and chatting and chatting. Praise God. Dreaming with God, what comes to heart? Anybody, quickly, quickly. What comes to heart? You heard dreaming with God. One minute. Align, aligning with God. Mm -hmm. Aligning with God's mind. Mm. Aligning with God's mind and like just that. sharing sharing His mind's journey. Mm. Wow, so good! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Angela. Anybody else? Anybody else? When you heard "Dreaming with God," what came to mind? Students, 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 students. There are no wrong answers. Please, Max, go ahead. What came to my mind uh, was building with God, building, building. something. 
building with God. Okay, I want to hear one more person, one more, one more person dreaming with God. Margaret, come, go ahead. <laughs> Good evening. Okay, so I basically thought of you know when your your dreams and your ambitions align with God and you guys are in partnership to achieve you know whatever it is that mm. he has in mind for you. Love it. I love it. Thank you. Partnership with God. I love that word. I'm looking at the reason why I will retire early. All of you. Thank you. Thank you. The church girl, aka Joy PP. Everybody's gonna be a PP one day. <laughs> Um, dreaming with God, what comes to mind is seeing my life, seeing life generally from God's perspective, from mm. God's view. That was like not seeing life from my own limited impact, mm. impact seeing how right. God sees. Like you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very important because the reason why I put out the subject um, a while before is so that you can also meditate and also um you know pick out some things so i've heard partnership with god i've heard alignment i've heard you know um, viewing from god's perspective really incredible so like i said this subject is part two of power of imagination it's such a broad subject um that you know the testimonies that really will come out from that teaching um is very critical and it's very important and it's going to really, really change uh, people's lives, you know, generally. Um, so it's, um, please take time to listen again. I'm also going to listen, you know, because there's such a powerful anointing on that, on that teaching. And so we're continuing today, dreaming with God. Let's go straight to scripture so that I can avoid every temptation to linger today. Genesis chapter 15, Genesis chapter 15. I'm reading from verse 1 to verse 6. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision. So it came unto him in a vision, which is also the faculty of, of sight. Imagination talks about the window of sight. You know, the, the three ways, three basic ways that you hear from God is, you know, 1 Corinthians 2, 9. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, it has not entered into the heart of man. So, um, faculty of sight, vision, revelation, imagination, right? Um, imagination, check the door. No. You know, so those are the faculties that, you know, that capture realm of sight. So, when we're talking imagination, we're talking sight. And um, it is possible to watch, to see a screen and not hear a voice. It's possible. Oh, God, help me not to digress so much. So it is a realm. It's also a dimension of um, um, uh, vision, right? Seeing then audio that comes with it, you know, so... That's, I think I've talked about it in uh, one of the activations. So after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, fear not. So this vision had audio. So he was hearing, 
Because the word came in a vision saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abraham said, Lord God, what will thou give me seeing I go childless? I know many of us have this conversation in prayer. What will you give me seeing all these problems that I have? And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. So he was going to um, put and make Eliezer his servant, his heir, because he couldn't, you know, give birth to a son. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, God re responded to his thought, saying, this shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowel shall be thine heir. <laughs> You know, if you really, really look at it, this word was could be part of the things that confused Abraham to say, okay, as long as I say it came from my bosom, it didn't say it will come from Sarah's bosom as well. <laughs> so <laughs> it could be part of the reason why he went ahead and then, you know, had a baby with uh, and that uh, servant of Sarah. So, and he brought him forth abroad. Now, this is a vision experience. So you see, that's why I like that explanation, you know, um, seen from God's perspective. Many times the reason why we are limited is because we are seen from our perspective, we are seen from our the standpoint of our weaknesses, standpoint of our limitations, standpoint of our insecurities, our inabilities, our inadequacies, the standpoint of weaknesses, of impossibilities. So sometimes God will take you and say, come, let me come and see from my lens. That's dreaming with God. And he brought him forth abroad. What does abroad mean? Abroad means somewhere far from you, correct? Enjoy yes. all, enjoy. So, so to yes, it, enjoy like all, the, all the response you're going to have and yeah. me to let yeah. me enjoy all the response. I know when I'm going to, I'll be asking, are you there? <laughs> God help me. But he brought him forth abroad. Now let's pause there. Let's go to um, Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. Let's see what abroad looks like. Not UK abroad. Not, um, not Canada. <laughs> Verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So the same word will give seed and give bread. Another topic entirely. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. 
it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Ah. Let me just make a statement and move away because it's tempting me to go there. And it shall prosper in the thing. So if you have the word of God, you have something that can cause you to prosper because the word of God carries within it, embedded in it, the prosperity matrix. It will prosper where I send it. So if God sent his word to you, guess what? Fill in the blank spaces. So as the rain cometh down, as the heaven is far from the earth. So when the word of the Lord comes, it comes from that distance down. And then, so he took him abroad. Let's go back to our scripture. I told you I'm keeping it very light today. God is giving me grace and help. And he brought him forth. So if you're in the city and you use a statement, I, I brought my, my brother from the village. What does it tell you? I, I brought him from where he is to where I am, correct? Correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he brought him forth yes, abroad to his view and said, look now toward heaven. So this tells me that the position where God was in the spirit was beside Abraham. He said, look now toward heaven. And tell the stars, if thou be able to number them, not count them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. He said, look to the stars, if you are able to number them. The stars now that I was talking about, he wasn't talking about the tiny dots that you are seeing. This was a visionary experience. So when he said, look to the stars, that means he took Abraham in a vision across the countless number of stars. They numbered them. In the Hebrew, and our Hebrew scholars, you know, they don't count their numbers. Num they number it. He said, can you number the hair of your head? God doesn't count the numbers to tell you each one has a specific identity. See what I'm saying? Tell the stars if you are able to number them. Praise God. If you are able to number them. No, it could not. It could not. If you see, let me see if I'm able to get there quickly. So the first thing, he took him in a vision. And he showed him this. Then after, if you scroll down to Genesis 27, or Genesis 22, verse 17, after, you know, God has, you know, tested him and said, look, give me your son, your only son, whom thou lovest. And then he really obeyed and offered Isaac. Then God started to, in verse 16, saying, by myself, I have sworn, declared the law that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, I will surely bless you and I will multiply your descendant like the stars in the sky. Remember the first time, the stars in the sky in Genesis 15, right? 
and the sand on the seashore. Then they say, your descendants will possess the gates of their enemy. So he was painting a picture to this man. The stars in the sky and the sun in the seashore. So there was a visionary experience that caused it to be sealed in the heart of Abraham. And his response to dreaming with God was, or viewing from God's perspective, was in verse 6. And he believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. The Holy Ghost is allowing me to know right now that there are many of us here. There are many of us here on this call right now, literally, that he has shown you powerful visions and revelations. But when you come out of that experience, you discard it. It's just my mind. He has shown you. He has given you a picture of these things. Praise God. Are we still together? Yes, sir. So he's telling me now that many of you, you've discarded it. You just, I beg, it's my mind. But Abraham's response to these things that he saw was what? That he believed God. And it was counted to him for righteousness. He believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. So your belief system, your response to that which God has shown you is critical in you incubating it in your spirit and birthing it. So you must first incubate for you to birth. So he sows the seed of the word into your heart, into your mind, and it's your responsibility to do what? Incubate and birth. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Hallelujah. Name. Are we learning something today? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Remember, the response was that he believed God. Second off was that he God counted to him for righteousness, but he believed it, so the seed was sown in his heart. And after a process of incubation, if there is no seed planted, there cannot be a baby after nine months. Even Jesus, that the seed was not planted by man, the seed was planted by the Spirit of God. But he said, as long as the earth remaineth, that was the covenant he made to Noah. As long as the earth, as long as you are still on the earth, the process is seed time harvest. I know many people only understand this in regards to seed as in sowing of, you know, money, you know, many things. No, this has to do with everything. As long as the earth remains, as long as we are still in the dispensation of the earth, what you will find is that there is seed time and there is harvest. Harvest does not have a time. 
because harvest is tied to seed. No seed, no harvest. Someone learning something today. So, yes, sir. We'll come, show you a vision, seed time. He will speak a word to you, seed time. He will give you a revelation, seed time. What you do with that word that you have received determines if harvest will ever come. That's why Matthew 13, when Jesus was teaching about the parable of the seed and the word, what he was saying there was he was saying that, look, for these people, that the seed was, was sown. For the ones that it fell by the wayside, the, the birds, the fowl of the air came and took it and they left. But for those that found their way to the ground, what would happen is that those are the ones that their hearts are prepared and they receive the word. And because they receive the word, what happened? They produce threefold harvest, 30 fold. 64, What does that tell you? That means as long as the seed never gets planted, there will never be a harvest. Praise the name of the Lord. So God was saying, as long as the earth remained, the principle on the earth is seed time harvest. That's it. Every other thing you do, be it seed physically, be it seed spiritual, be it seed on everything. Seed time harvest, that's the law. And if you understand this principle, every time God comes to you with a word, that's an opportunity for seed. You cannot say you want your own seed to produce after three months and you want a baby. That will, be, that will not even qualify as a, a premature baby. Praise God. Different seeds have different uh, gestation periods. For the elephant, I think it's two years or three years. I don't remember. But for a dog, it's a shorter time. So depending on what God wants to birth in you, that's what determines how long it will take. Is somebody learning something today? Are you learning? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he came and he spoke the word yes, to Abraham in Genesis 15. And he said, he brought him forth abroad, took him in the spirit, and said, look now toward heaven and tell the stars if you are able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall your seed be. Now, does it not make sense that this is also seed? God is talking about again, seed, seed, seed. And Abraham oh. believed in the Lord. So shall your seed be. So shall the seed that he was also planted, planted in the heart of Abraham be. And Abraham believed in the Lord and it was accounted to him for righteousness. He believed God mm. when God spoke the word to him. He counted it for righteousness. He said, this one has passed the first test. Because according to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, we therefore having the same spirit of faith, we believe, therefore we spoke. So your belief will determine what you speak. So what have we established today? We have established that there is a seed time. So when God allows you to dream with him, he's planting the seed in your heart. What a man has seen, no one can take it away from him. 
If I come and prophesy to you and say, God is going to change your life. Yes, you believe me because BPP. But two weeks later, your life has not changed. If you start to think, did BPP miss it? Was, it? was that word really from God? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, this is why they did, nobody can take what you have seen. This is why the disciples said, he said, they said, what we have seen, what we have heard, what we have handled, hey, this one that has, we have experienced it, it is my experience. I've received it. I've believed it. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Hallelujah. name. So yeah. in Genesis Hallelujah. 17, Genesis 17, Abraham was 99, was 90 years old and 9, 99. And the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him. So in Genesis 15, this seed was planted. And as time started to go by, the seed started to germinate. Someone say germinate. 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 As the seed germinate. When you plant a seed, let's use a Greek photosynthesis, you supply it with light. What is light? Sun. The word, Jesus. Word. And water. What is water? Holy Ghost. The word. Light here talks about revelation, knowledge of the word. So water, revelation. You understand what I'm saying? The entrance of that word, yes. given light. As Amen. he was watering the seed, the plant was growing well. Why? Because harvest is around the corner. So when he was 99 years old, the Lord came again to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make a covenant. I will make my covenant between me and thee. And be thou perfect. I will make a covenant. My covenant between me and thee. And will multiply thee exceedingly. He was expanding on the word he already gave. That is why when you have a prophetic word, all the other words you start to get along the way will be buttressing what you have already heard. If you hear me say amen. 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 The words you hear along the Amen. way will trust you. Will will skip. Will start adding flesh to the words that you've heard. While I was driving down, just this evening, a few minutes ago, I was on the phone with Princess, my dear friend, and we're talking and talking. And the next thing, she enters spirit and she started to prophesy to me. Oh, so precious. Started to speak the word of the Lord to me. Started to prophesy about sowing. Confirming many things that God had already said to me and adding some new things. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Why? I already have the seed, the original word concerning sowing. So everything that comes along the way is flesh to add along the way. Why? We prophesy in part. We see in part. So when we come together, we see the full picture. Shout hallelujah. 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 So God came again. He said, walk before me and be thou perfect. This dimension you want to enter, you don't, you cannot come here one leg in, one leg out. No, you have to be full in. For by covenant to be established with you, you have to be full in. 
and I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall your name any more be called Abraham. There is a level of sunlight that your, your plant needs in its tender nature. You can put the, the plant on the inside of your house and open the window so that it's filled with sunlight. But if the plant comes to a certain age. Window sunlight can no longer sustain. Window what? Sunlight can no longer sustain. Right. You now need to take it out to the garden. It gets to a point. A garden will not be able to sustain it again. You take it to the forest. Can you plant an Iroko tree inside your palo? No. Is it that it will destroy your house or your house will destroy the plant? But in the beginning stages, yeah, I know there are some plants that you can start in-house, then you go and put it in the ground. Now, my covenant is with you. You shall be a father of many nations. Now, the terms of and conditions of this, our relationship is that you will become a father of many nations and your name can no longer be because you have come of age in our relationship and in our covenant that your name can no longer be bearing barrenness. You must now become what you carry, a father of many nations. So he had believed it. Now his name was going to reflect what he believed. So every time someone calls him, they were prophesying to him to the point that he no longer needs to confess, I am a father of many nations. It has become a part of him. Praise the name of the Lord. God is changing many of our names in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Your name shall be Abraham for a father of many nations have I made thee. Now, go back to um, verse 4. As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. You shall be. Verse 5. Your name will no longer be Abraham, but your name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made you. So between verses 4 and 5, you will see a transition that just took place. I will make you a father of many nations. I have made you a father of many nations. How does God change our lives through his word? He pronounces it and declares it over you. Hallelujah. I will make the exceeding fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. Kings shall come out of thee. And he went on and on and on. That's not my emphasis for today. Praise the name of the Lord. Dreaming with God. Go to Genesis 13. Let me show you something there quickly. So I try to begin to round up. In Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis 13, 14. Genesis 13, 14. After Lot had gone. I'm, I'm reading the New Living Translation this time. After Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abraham, look as far as you can see in 
every direction, north and south, east and west. I am giving all this land as far as you can see to you and your descendants. So question here, was it talking about physical sight? Was that what it was talking about? Anybody know? No. Not physical sight. As far as you can see. Someone will say, ah, let me try and look far. No. Because even the land that his cousin or his nephew, Lot, went to, belonged to him as well. As far as you can see with your imagination, as far as you can see from the lens of God, as long as you can see it, you can possess it. You can't see it, you can't have it. In the, in the world, there's a popular saying, seeing is believing. And, you know, people say, oh, in the kingdom, believing is seeing. Yes and no. And I can prove that seeing truly is believing in the physical and in the spiritual. Why do you say so? In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, from verse 16 down to 18, thereabout, he said, why we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. So we are still looking at the things unseen. Unseen to who? The natural man, but clearly visible to the spiritual man. Because the things that are seen are temporal, but the things not seen are eternal. So when I see the invisible, I access eternal realm and eternal dim dimensions. And as long as I can see it, I can access it. In the realm of the spirit, if you can really see it, not see it based on, oh, I, I see, I see. No, no, no. When you can see it and you can create a picture of that imagery in your spirit man, what you see, if it comes physically, you can tell if this was what you saw or not. Remember last week I showed you that when God created, he saw and said it was good. Why? Because there was a measuring yard. He was measuring with what he had pictured in the spirit. Are we still together? So as far as your eyes can see, I am giving it to you as a permanent possession. And I will give you so many descendants that like the dust of the earth, they cannot be counted. Go and walk through the land in every direction for I am giving it to you. Hey, go and do what? Walk in every direction. Can someone hear that instruction there? Go and do what? Walk in every Walk direction. Walk in every direction. What you have seen, go and walk through it. Now, will you begin something in the spirit and end in the flesh? No. In that realm where you are seeing it, walk through it in that realm of imagination. Why do you have to walk through it for, you to, for it to belong to you? Why? Because the spiritual principle says that wheresoever the sole of your feet shall tread upon, you will do what, Bible students, where are you? What will you do if you walk on it? Possession. Mm, yes, so good, right? So as you are seeing it, walk on it in that realm. Because once that picture goes and you didn't walk on it, you, you don't have it. 
It is because of this law that Jesus had to come on the earth and walk the earth barefooted sometimes. Why? So that he can possess for his father. You hearing me? Wheresoever. Don't ever joke with that scripture. Don't, these are spiritual laws that the devil can also apply and it works for him. Why? It's a principle. Whoever. That's the one that whosoever. Wheresoever the soul of your feet shall tread upon you possess as your possession. You possess as your what? Possession. This is also why Jesus was teaching his disciples, if you go to preach in a place and you are not accepted, when you leave that place, dust your foot. What is he saying? Dust it. Let your footprints not be there. Dust it. Dust it. And judgment will come there. What does that also mean on the flip side? If you are accepted, allow your footprints stay there. And the kingdom of heaven will come in that place. Did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? Yes, sir. Are we together? Yes, sir. I hope you're getting yes, blessed, though. Yes, sir. I hope you are getting blessed, everybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Say amen if you're getting blessed. Amen. Amen. There's something the Lord is doing in your heart with the words that he has caused you to hear in the days, the last few weeks. He's renewing or is doing a walk from the inside so that your inside will agree with your outside, so that there will not be a conflict with each other. Amen? Amen. Amen. You don't have to understand it. Just yield to it. The days to come, the fruits that will show will be mind-blowing. The fruit that you will see, mind blowing, in the name of Jesus. So, go and walk through the land in every direction. Now, let's 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 bring it down to common sense. In quotes, can Abraham walk the land of a country? Can he use his leg to walk around the country? Can he? So, why would they have said go and walk physically? It was a spiritual walk. In the spirit, you can you can cover ground, and he walked around. And when he was done, walk in every land, every through the land in every direction. For I am giving it to you, because I'm giving it to you. So go and possess it. Let your feet touch the ground. So Abraham moved his camp to Hebron, right? And settled near the oak grove belonging to Mambre. There he built another altar to the Lord. So one of the attributes, whenever we take over a territory, we build an altar there to God 
we are marching the territory that this land belongs to Jesus. May the Lord grant us deep understanding in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Dreaming with God. I'll give you the practical aspect of the scripture. I'll give you the practic practical aspect. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jeremiah chapter 1. I'll rush through this. I've talked on this before. From verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. So like I told you, in the realm of the imagination of God, he already orchestrated everybody's life. So he was telling this guy, in my imagination, in the picture, in the plans that I have, you were a prophet unto the nations. And then the guy said, mm, verse 6, they said, uh-uh. Then said I, ah. This was the Yoruba prophet. Ah. Oluau. What does that mean? Ah, Lord God. Behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. Now, God was telling him, look, this is my thoughts. This is my imagination. This is my plan for you. And the guy was like, uh -uh, I don't agree with your plan because I have certain deficiencies. So he was seen from his humanity. He was seen from his limitation. He was seen from giving all the excuses why it cannot work. And one thing that we need to know is why it might not work. The next question or next response should be, what if it does? Because if you say, what if it does not work? What if it does? What if it does? Lord, I cannot speak. I'm a child. So God, I came to tell you these things. He didn't know. like, oh, oh, I didn't know you are a child. I'll come back next year. <laughs> is that what God would have done? What did he say? But the Lord said unto me, do not say I am a child. Do not contradict what I have prepared or planned for you. Do not contradict my words. Don't say I'm a child. For you shall go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, you shall speak. Be not afraid of their faces. So now he was addressing his insecurities. So he was saying, I'm a child, giving an excuse. This is the reason why I can't do it. I'm a child. I'm supposed to be respectful to my elders. And I know your words are going to be strong, so I can't speak. I'm a child. How can I insult them and say, war unto you? And he said, don't be afraid of their faces. He was healing the man of his insecurity. For I am with you to deliver you, said the Lord. Meaning you're going to enter trouble, I will deliver you. Verse 9. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, what does behold mean? See. Are we together? See. Yes, sir. Behold it. Behold it. Look upon this intently. Behold this. I have put my words in your mouth. Look at it. I have. Then he said, verse 10 again, See, I have this day set thee over the nations 
Let me tell you, when God tells you see, you are not just going to be saying, hmm, because in regular conversations, when, when, so, when you are speaking and someone says, oh, I see, I see. What are they saying? I get it. I have comprehended it. I have assimilated what you are trying to pass across. That's what they're trying to say. So you say, see, I have this day. When he says, see, there is a visual expression of God's word that comes to pass. It comes to life and you start to see the manifestation of this thing. So he went into his sight, into his imagination to also see from the lens of God. So God is saying, see, see what I'm saying. Remember Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1. I will stand upon my watchtower to see, see what he will say. So God speaks in pictures. So now he says, see this picture I'm trying to paint for you. I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. Why did Jeremiah not ask? I don't understand, sir. What am I rooting and what am I planting? Why did he not ask this question? Because he could see what God was saying. Amen? Amen? Yeah. what God was passing across. But he says, see, then he start to show him what he will pull down, what he will plant, what he will draw. And then, verse 11, moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? God just healed him of his insecurity. God just opened his eyes and said, see what I'm showing. Then he went for that to test what he has said. He said, what seest thou? And I said, well, from my perspective now, after what you have spoken to me, I see a rod of an almond tree. Hey, within the next five days, God will open your eyes to see glorious things. Amen. What seest thou? Why was this conversation necessary to sight? This is why the enemy is trying to blind your eyes. He's trying to give you information, trying to put movies, music, and all those things that color your eyes so that you can't see clearly. Because he knows once you can see clearly, oh, he can't do nothing to you. Remember, when the children of Israel went to spy the land, they, they, after Caleb and, and Joshua gave good report, we can take the land. Why? They were seen from God's perspective. Because to God, no matter how tall a giant is, is an ant, correct? Perspective. What is perspective? Another way of, uh, 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 is also a form of sight. Whose perspective are you looking from? The other people said, we... Before our own eyes, we are like grasshoppers to them. They didn't even ask them, how do you see us? They say, eh, sir, we, we, we took your perspective and saw ourselves as grasshoppers. Instead of him to see from the perspective of God. You see what I'm saying? So if you don't see correctly, <laughs> no need to go to battle because you will lose. Amen? Amen. Treasure these words that you hear. This word is coming from the spirit of God because where he's trying to take us to, if we can't see it, then it's better not to start the journey. This level we have entered, 
Oh, it's going to be good. It's already good for some people already, sir. But it's going to be so good that will blow your mind. Amen. Amen. He just first said, see, and then the next thing he said is, what says thou? What do you see? Let me see if you are seeing according to what I'm showing. So the correction of sight that is taking place now is so that you can start seeing from God's perspective. Your perspective and God's perspective will be in alignment. There will be no disalignment. You will see what he sees. If you have seen this movie, um, the, what's it called now? What's this movie called? Um, those of you in America, what do you call this place? This uh, house that you have in the woods. I can't remember. Ah, I remember the movie. A cabin. A cabin. It's a cabin. cabin. Something like a cabin, but the name of the movie is the something like a cabin, but it's not cabin, was not the name. The one that the guy lost his last daughter. Exactly. Was the, show the, me. Shark. We the shark. Thank the you. Shark. The shark. Go and watch it if you have not seen that movie. I beg you. One of the things that God wanted him to see when God took him, his father was abusive to him, blah, blah, blah. And then he was surprised when God took him to heaven. He saw his father in heaven. And God, he was looking like, ah, this is my father was abusive to me. God told him he saved him. But God allowed him to see him from his perspective. Oh, such a glorious sight. He saw him from God's view. That's what God wants to correct our lenses. Many of you are going to wake up and there will be literal pores coming out of your eyes. Why? God is cleansing your eyes with his own so that it will be. Yes. Come on, God. Come on. Amen. It will cleanse your eyes with eye salve so that you can see clearly. What, is, what does clearly mean? You must see what is 2020 vision. You see what everybody sees. You see according to what God is saying. Praise the name of the Lord. So Hallelujah. he says, see, I have said to you over the nation, blah, blah, blah. And then verse 11, he said, moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? Because he just showed him a picture. And he said, ah, me, as you see me so, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, thou hast seen well. What does that word mean? Thou hast seen well. Let's take it back to Genesis chapter 1. He created and saw that he was good. Why? There was a basis of comparison, correct? Correct, 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 correct. Yes, sir. Now, he's saying, what seest thou? He said, well, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, you have seen where? Why did he say you have seen where? Because that's what I'm also seeing. Hallelujah. That's what I'm also seeing. Ah. You have seen according to what I am saying. So you have seen correctly. So it is possible that your sight can be vague compared to what he's saying. So as long as he, your sight does not align with what he's saying or seeing, then you have not seen correctly. So the yardstick of comparison is him, his view. So when we say dreaming with God, we are seeing according to the perspective of God. You have seen correctly. 
right? And he said, for I will hasten my word to perform it. And the word of the Lord came unto me saying the second time, what seest thou? What do you see again? I said, I see a seething pot, and the face thereof is toward the north. Then the Lord said unto me, out of the north and evil shall break out. God did not say you have seen correctly now, because now from this point on, he was seeing clearly. So God was interpreting what he was seeing. Now, why does hasting the rod of an almond tree, which showed, you know, you know, quickening the rod, you know, that the, the body of an almond tree, right? Why does it compare to I will hasten my word to perform it? For those of us that interpret according to exactly what we see, say, oh, you saw the bed flying. Ah, that means you are going to be flying. Like <laughs> We must interpret, we must sit with the Holy Ghost when we interpret. Praise God. Especially for those of us that, that dream every night. You know, I used to call someone back there. Every time I dream, I'll call the person. Every time I dream, I'll call the people. Even me, I was tired of calling the person. I imagine how the person one day I woke up and the Holy Ghost, I had a dream. The dream was facing Leki Langbasa Aja. And then immediately I woke up, I asked the Holy Ghost, what does this mean? The interpretation God gave me was facing Korudu, Saboyaba, Songotedu. You understand what I was saying? It didn't match. I say, wait, oh, really? He said, yes. So I asked, okay, let me check the people I'll be asking to interpret my dream. And I'll call three of them. They gave me three different interpretations. <laughs> That's when I knew that I'll be entering one chance. Hallelujah. It is the one, the one that gives you the dream that will be able to interpret what he's saying. Because here he said, I see the rod of an almond tree. And he said, for you have seen correctly, I will hasten my word to perform it. And the next thing is that I was I see um, a seething pot. And then he gave the interpretation. So we must sit with God when we are interpreting. Praise the name of the Lord. Are we learning something today? Are we getting something rich? Are we going to use this information we are getting? We must yes, see it from God's perspective yes, and not just from our selfish perspective, not just from our limited perspective. We must see from the perspective, the lens of God. Why? Because God's perspective is the true perspective, is the correct perspective. The enemy keeps trying to change the narrative. His idea is to corrupt your perception. So he will go to Eve did God really say? He doesn't want to tell you a big lie. He just wants to color the truth. And if the truth is not absolute, it's no longer true. Did God really say? And Eve will say, hmm, it's true. God speaks to you that you are coming out of this season and you're entering a new season where everything is changing. Say, hmm, is it possible? Look at the pastors that have gone ahead of you. They've been waiting. The sister, God says they're going to get married for the end of this year. Say, hmm, remember that sister in church? She's been waiting for 40 years. And then the, the devil will use King James English. 
for thou waitest unto the days that thou knowest not. You say, ah, it's true. This is gospel. Is somebody learning today? Yes, sir. Yes. So the enemy yes, is trying to, to color your sight, color your view, color your perspective. to cause you to not see what God is saying. So we hold on to a lie. He gives you an imagination that is possible for you. Because you can, if you can achieve it, then you don't need God. But God will give you a vision that, is, that you doubt, because how shall these things be, O Lord? The Lord thou knowest. Let me finish up quickly. Then we can progress. Hallelujah. So, once you can see correctly, and then you can confess correctly. When I did the teaching, please, please go back and listen to that teaching again. You know, many of us have done so. Um, accessing things, prepare. You know, I took time to show you how to download things from the spirit to the natural. Right? Listen again and again until it hits. What I took time to show there is that I cannot call forth, right? Because if you see Romans chapter 4 down, say, who called, talking about God, who calls forth things that be not as though they were? What am I calling forth? I'm calling forth what he has shown me. It belongs to me. If I start to call forth another man's wife as my wife, <laughs> Is it, is, it, is it going to happen, first of all? First, that is if they don't beat me and lock me up and arrest me. Praise God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So many people, yes. many believers keep confessing and call it because of the principle from last week, remember? The principle of believing to speaking, right? Once you believe it, Romans 10, 9 and 10. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So confessing and believing what is not allocated to you is equal to error, 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 error. So your perspective, why you must dream with God is so that God can show you what he has allocated for you. For Abraham, he said, as far as your eyes can see, I will give to you and to your descendant. So walk in it. So as long as Abraham is walking, he was walking according to the jurisdiction of what his eyes could see. What he could not see, he could not walk in. Is that clear enough? What he did not see, he did not try to walk in. Amen? Jurisdiction mm -hmm. is critical. Jesus, while he was on the earth, he told his disciples, he said, do not go down the way of the Samaritans because I am sent to the lost, the sheep of the lost house of Israel or to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That was my jurisdiction on the earth. When I go, I will send others who will go to the way of the Gentiles. But for you, don't go there. Why? You don't have authority there. 
You don't have jurisdiction there. So many people in their imagination, they start to covet. That's why one of the law, don't covet another man's thing. Law of the spirit. Don't covet what belongs to another man. Why? You don't have jurisdiction in making that come to pass. So people go into error. People go into depression. Why? They are believing. They are confessing what does not belong to them for long. The law will not work there. Once you are running on a race, on a lane, and you change lane, even if you confess, will you be awarded? No, sir. No, sir. I'm showing you the laws. So when I say imagination, I'm not saying you're wrong, wide, whatever, whatever. No, there is a technology. There is a technique to these things. What he shows you. While we look your eye, not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. What I think is not seen, the things in the realm of God, the things God has shown you. For example, Jeremiah that we're reading, he said, look, see, I have set you to pull down. He showed him a jurisdiction. As long as Jeremiah operates within this jurisdiction, he will always produce results. But if he left his scope of allocation and go somewhere else, he will not be able to produce results. Is that point clear enough? That's why we dream with God, so that God can show us what he has allocated for us. The other day, you know, I think during the fast, I woke up and said South Africa had opened. South Africa had opened. And recently, you know, I had a dream, Calabar, you know, the state capital of where I'm from. I was sent there again. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm noting these things down. What does that mean? In the near future, if an open door comes to me from Calabar, what would I do? I will accept it. Why? If the door had been opened to me. I told you here, someone reached out to me from Clubhouse a long time ago and said, oh, there is an opportunity to preach to India, you know, and there's a cable um, network where, you know, you just, you preach as you do, and it will be broadcasted to millions, hundreds of millions of Indians. And I turned it down. Why? God, in his allocation of my scope of jurisdiction, he did not indicate India to me. Am I communicating? Yes, sir. He didn't, he didn't tell yeah. me. Either. He didn't tell me. There are people in God's plan. He allocated people to different people. That's why I told you I'm not sent to everybody. I, I know I'm not. The way you are shouting like, whoa, read my revelation. People will listen to me. I'm like, what is this guy saying? Why? Our frequency does not match. So you can't comprehend what I'm saying because I'm not sent to you. Likewise, if a Nigerian goes to the market in the UK today and shall greatest Baba, his fellow tribe would do what? Say what? Let me see where you but, are. Uh -huh. okay. Your voice will be first. <laughs> Praise God. Why? Your tribe knows your language. That's why some of you, you heard my voice the first time. And when you were sleeping, you were thinking, why? I was sent to you. That's why. 
there was a there was an alignment. It just clicked. Am I communicating? So I'm trying to show so that you don't go wild with your imagination. That's why you are dreaming with God. So he's the one that supplies the pictures that you meditate on. He supplies, the, that's why you're in partnership. He shows you what he has in store for you. I know the thoughts, the plans that I have for you, thoughts of good and not evil to give you an expected end. I have an allocation. I have a place that I have prepared for you. So when you go where was prepared for you, in the place of your location, there is a location which is provision. There is protection. There is covering. But if you go outside of the place of your jurisdiction, you will struggle. You will strive. You will unnecessarily suffer. Are we learning something today? I begin to run. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh. Have I yes, already? I will stand upon my watch to see what he will say. I like the message translation. He said, What's God going to say to my questions? I'm braced up for the worst. I'll climb to the lookout tower. Hey, where is your lookout tower? Can you ask your neighbor for me? Where is your lookout tower? I can't hear you asking them. Ask them. Better answer. This is our last. Where is your lookout tower? Where is your lookout tower? Where is that place where someone will ask you a question? Say, just give me, give me some time. Let me get to my place. Let me get to my lookout place. Kali Vende Isaba. When you enter there, everything will just start aligning. Okay. Let me finish teaching so that I can share the practical side of these teachings. And then we'll call it a day. I'll climb to the lookout tower and scan the horizon. Someone says scan. <laughs> scan. Mm. Scan. It's scan. No, I didn't say scan. It's a scan. <laughs> I will scan the horizon. I will wait to see what God says, how he will answer my complaint. I will stand the horizon. I will check and I will see my, 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 my portion, the places that have been allocated to me. That's why I told you the last time when we were praying during the fasting, I told you, I said, I saw in the UK inheritance for me. That tells you I have something to do in the UK. It's, I've seen it. It's there. That means that door will continually open for me. You understand what I'm talking about? That's how we work with God. If you go to a place where grace is not covering you, you will struggle, you will meet all sorts. Why? The cloud of his grace that protects you, the cloud of fire, the cloud, the pillar of fire and the cloud that covers and protects. Once it lifts, that means God is moving. He's not there anymore. Are we getting blessed? I'm saying some things. I'm just passing through some things because of time, but I'm hoping that you are really downloading it. I was kind. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 40 to 41, or um, verse 38, I've talked about this before, I'm just reading for emphasis. Then said he unto them, my soul is, or verse 37, and he took with him Peter and two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and be very heavy. 
Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. Watch with me. Watch with me. Watch with me. What does it mean to watch with me? Let your eyes be on the horizon. Scan the horizon. Let God show. Let, when, we, when we connect to God and we start to scan, in case I don't see it, you will see it. And then he said unto me, okay, and then he tarried with me and watched with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass over me, pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. I've told you that was not a one-line prayer. Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass over me. Nevertheless, no, he prayed well. After a while, he now said, nevertheless, you get and then verse 40, and he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep and said unto Peter, what could you not watch with me one hour? What does, why is that word watch? If you are watching, that means you're expecting to see something, correct? Is that correct? Yes, yes. sir. Correct, correct. Can sir. you not watch with me to be able to pick up signals, pick up answers with me for one hour. Can you not do so? See if God will speak to you. That's why when we pray together, partners, what's God saying? And the person, this is what I saw. The person that really trained me in prayer, oh, that man, is <laughs> a prophet and, you know, he's still doing ministry today, you know. Back in the day, you know, when we connected at first, he would call me at 3 a.m., we will, we will pray till seven in the morning. I'll be looking for an excuse to dodge this man's call. I will pray. I say, let's pray. I say, I, say, I, I was in the office today and I greeted my boss. And my boss, you know, she responded and said, I went away. Let me scan. Why did she say, why did she answer me like that? Ah, sister, because maybe she didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, if people are still on the soft pedal, one day I will, I will, I will drill you. We will go. I'm still watching you people complain here and there. Where we drill you that you will know? Let me, let me. I ask God why. I say maybe she didn't hear you. Sir. I say no, there's a reason. Let's ask. Ah, we start to pray. I wasn't asking God so that I can develop the prophetic. I was asking God so that this man can let me rest. And he will never take no for an answer. We will pray. 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I say, sir, I didn't see anything. He said, let's pray more. We will see something. Ah, I didn't see anything, though. When I see that he's not allowing, I'll say, Lord, just show me something. Let it not be as if. And God will show me this, this, this. I'll say, okay, this is what he said. Ah, that's true, man of God. Let's ask God, why did this, why was this the reason? It's like, I'll be doing like this on the phone. The time that the phone will just mistakenly cut, I'll put my phone on airplane mode. <laughs> Many times, I will wake up at night. When I know his call is coming, I'll put my phone off, escaping because it was too much. To the point, by 7 a.m., I'll be entering bus to, 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 to the office. And then you'll see, because he, he now prayed the prayer for me. He said, I pray God will give you a car so that we can continue prayer. So I didn't know if I should say amen or, Lord, I don't want to take her out. Just get off this one. <laughs> Praise God. Just so that people know you are having this soft, you know. Uh, the only thing answer I'm giving you is 
go and ask God. One day, I will come with questions and you will give me answers. No excuse of network. Amen. That's how I was trained. Every night, there was a day I was so tired I needed to sleep. That night, it was like my prophetic was on point. Everything was, I would just pray two minutes. What is two minutes? 30 seconds, shatter, body, I will see the answer. I will tell him. There was one answer that God gave me. Oh, let me confess today. Say you should confess your sin so that God can forgive everything. That answer, if I had given him that answer, we'll still be praying today. <laughs> oh, God. The people are judging me. Judge your judge. Everybody be on their day. <laughs> that answer, I said, never. I would never say I saw anything. Ne I didn't say anything, sir. So let's pray more. I, this prayer, you know, my wife told me a, a parable from uh, Edo State. She said, you can't wake someone pretending to sleep. Uh, have you been there before? <laughs> when you're pretending to sleep, can you can you be woken? Nobody, no matter, no matter the beauty, you can't wake up that lie. Because it's not true. We prayed that prayer. So I didn't say anything. So as I was able to sleep that day. But that that stretched me. And, you know, scan. That was the word scan. So anybody that say, hey, Pastor, so my wife, sometimes she just say, hey, this matter is here. Can you scan what's going on? I'll just look at her and say, I, I survived uh, Egypt. And the Egyptians I've seen, I, I can't see them again. <laughs> but that exercise stretched my spirit, man. And that's why I know that every time we pray, we can actually get answers from God. You know, although my purpose was, Lord, just give me answer. Let this man allow me rest. And he was showing me things and they were accurate and correct. Praise God. So scan your horizon so that you see what God is saying. And now he said, watch and pray. Can you not watch with me so that you tell me, this is what I saw when I was praying. Then I'll tell you, this is what I saw also. Then we merge it and then we are better for it. And he said, watch and pray. Don't just pray. Watch while praying. Watch to see what God is saying. That's partnering, dreaming with God. When you are praying in the spirit, let your imagination, that's the screen of your heart, let it be plain so that light can come there and God can show you a picture. Every time you pray, any picture you see is not your mind. Whenever you are praying, the picture that comes to your heart is not your mind just producing picture. When you are praying, you are engaging in partnership with the Holy Ghost so that he can reveal and show you things. So don't forget that part. So watch and pray that you enter not into temptation for the spirit indeed is willing and the flesh is weak. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 119, verse 18. Psalm 119, verse 18 is a prayer that I want us to pray. Open thou my eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Open thou my eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of your word, out of your law, out of your law. Open down my eyes, I may behold. Now, this is the practical step now that I need us to share before we come back and pray this prayer. I take questions first because after this, I'm, I'm not sure I have time. But I've done a practical session. Okay, so that's what we do every time we do soaking. Every time we do soaking. Please go. 
Does anyone have a question thus far? Let me answer those questions so that once it's time to move, just move speed of the spirit. Does anyone have a question thus far? Okay, so if you have one question, please. Yes, please. Okay, uh, you said that um, whenever we're praying and uh, you know any image that comes to our mind is not just our mind that is doing yeah. it. Yeah. Now sometimes uh, when I'm praying, <laughs> this thing is very funny. When I'm praying, sometimes I see some images that are like yes, they are on point. But then sometimes I see some images that I don't understand. Like it's scary. Like this thing is stranger things. There's this whatever they call it. See, they are demo dragon or whatever. Like. I will literally say, I'm like, I don't understand. In my mind, that uh, is trying to scare me, or I, I don't understand. I, I'll just remove it and be like, hey, let me just keep going. I'm not, I'm not interested in anything I'm seeing in my mind. Okay? So I'm not distracted. So what, what does one do in that kind of situation? You're praying, and then you see something that you don't know how to explain. You're not sure if this is God, or if this is your mind, or if this is something that you have seen long time ago, and yeah. it's just trying to come up in your on your mind screen. And I don't know, what, what does one do in that kind of write the vision down make it plain the challenge that we have most of the time is that we are out there thinking is this god is it me that's not your business at the time when you come into partnership with me and you start to see information that flows that's not the time to say is this me are you the only one there are you no sir so you have a partner there. So it is possible that he's also showing you something. Yes, you are producing some images, but write the vision down. Argue about whether it's God or not later, but primarily write it down. Just keep it there. One of the other things to do is you pray, when you pray in tongues, the art of praying in tongues is an art. You keep a picture. This is another dimension, another level. I've closed though, so any extension now is not me, it's explanation, it's your questions. That I finished early today, Jesus name, amen. When you have a picture, an image, you put the image in your eye or in your mind's eye or in your imagination, you picture it and start to pray in tongues. When you pray in tongues, you are meditating on that image and then what are you doing? You are going to start getting information from there. Ah. But write the image. I'm going to explain it in the practical side of things. Write it down. Write it down. Just put it in your information. Let it be confusing. One day, when it's unlocked, you will go back and see it. But every time you forget and you say, oh, maybe it's not going, and it goes, you may not get it back. Because this thing, they are like, they are, they are flowing in a frequency. When you get to that frequency, you can tap into that dimension and download it and record down so that when you can look at it later on, you can sit with it and meditate on it and then it can open into something wonderful. You Are, are you with me? So write it down. Yes. When, I, when I talk about the practical aspect of it, I will, I will talk further. I don't want to digress right now. Next question, quickly. Next question. Quickly, quickly. Hello, quickly. sir. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Thank you for your um your teachings. So, um, when praying, mm -hmm. how do you know God is speaking? 
because sometimes distractions may come in and as you are praying your mind is going on like your my mind can go to 20 things all at the same time preceding each other preceding each other you know so but then you now run back okay so was i really praying then wasn't i just distracted so and then second question is how do you focus how do you focus because I don't know. Sometimes I, my mind is just clouded with a lot of things. I try. I want to focus. I am, I am there with my whole body and soul and everything. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going all up and down. <laughs> so um, yes. So, so the first question is. Um, how do you know God is speaking to you? Second, so you, please, uh, non so open Isaiah 26, verse 3, quickly. Isaiah 26, verse 3, because we also, we must, you know, pay okay. the price of being disciplined when we are praying. We must be disciplined. We are used to doing 64 things and call it prayer. Not praying. We really are not praying. And God is not supposed mm. to bend the rules for you. You are supposed to bend everything for him. If you want to engage in effective prayer, you mm-hmm. must come correct. You must pay the price. We can't, we can't eat our cake and have it. You know, some of us were praying, we are responding to message. I do it too sometimes. So, so I'm not just talking, we are talking to each other. You know, we're chatting, we're mm-hmm. sending chat messages. Let me tell you, for you to respond, your thoughts has you put into the message, interpreting the message you have received and then sending the message, correct? You have disconnected from God. You can't focus on two places. Jesus said, no man can serve two masters. You hate one and love the other. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Read, read Isaiah 26, verse 3, quickly. Very quickly. I've closed though, okay. for those that are waiting um... to judge me, that I closed late. <laughs> I think you are allowed now to go anywhere you want. Your mind <laughs> allows you to. Okay, so um, Isaiah 26, verse 3. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, mm. whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Should I go on? No, that's it now. So... That will keep him, not everybody, in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed? Your mind, I told you in uh, Ephesians chapter 3, last Bible study, when we talk about distraction, where you know the enemy just throws thoughts. You, 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 you bring every thought subject to obedience to the thought of Christ. You bring them under. So you have the ability to control your mind. You know, someone said that you cannot control what bird flies over your head. But you can control the one that will lay nest on your head. Mm. So when your thoughts is traveling, bring it back. You know you can bring your thought back, correct? The thoughts can yes. wander, yes, but bring it back. The thought wander, you bring it back. It's wandering, you bring it back and stay. Look, prayer is a two-way communication. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call on me and I will answer you and show you greater mighty things that we do not know. You cannot afford, I promise you, you cannot afford 
to live life casually and expect God to be dedicated wholeheartedly to you. If you are prudent to him, he will show himself prudent to you. No seed, no harvest. That's the law. You hear what I'm saying? So that's why most people wake up at night to pray when there's no distraction. Wait longer than that. Many people are praying and they are watching TV. They are praying and they are saying, <laughs> You are deceiving yourself. Those close that prayer and go and watch your thing. They don't deceive yourself. <laughs> and it's high time that we tell people the truth. We have been casually condoning and pampering people out of their destiny. You can't look, working with God is serious business. The price he paid for you cost him his life. So it's not just like oh, it's, it's, you understand know what I'm saying. Even if he doesn't load it over our head, mm -hmm. he expects us to say, You will find me when you seek me with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. Mm -hmm. That is intensity of seeking him. You'll find him. Or you just come, Shatarabaraba. Kim Kardashian is so funny. Oh my God, that, 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 that bag. Oh my God, man. Those shoes, man. Then, you know, you, you shift your focus from heavenly vision to Lord. If you can give me those, is it Louboutin? I mean, Louboutin shoes. I mean, how you to call it? You, you, your vision will just change. You say, hey, BPP say, if you can see it. Then you now start seeing Louboutin shoes. That vision is Kim Kardashian that is sponsoring it. Amen. We have to pay. Okay, sir. And be dedicated. Mm. So you must. When you will find me, when you seek me with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, the intensity of seeking him, you will find. And the pictures, like I said, that you must focus on are the pictures that he is showing you. So when you are dreaming with him, he's showing you from his perspective, and then you begin to meditate on those views. Confess those views. Those are the things that come to pass. Thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, did I answer two of your questions? So, last so, question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the other one, how you know it's God speaking? How you know it's God speaking is that's why you need to know God's word. God will never speak anything outside of his word. Right? So the first thing first, leave that argument so that you, you can go further in your prayer, your fellowship. Anything you hear, whatever you see, write it down first. After you are done, you can now examine. Why does God ask us to take in his word? We see the way he talks to Abraham. We see the way he spoke to Isaac. We see the way he talks to Jacob. Three different personalities, three different sides of him. We see the way he relates with Moses. We see the way he related with Joshua, the way he related with Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Isaiah, the different sides of God. There is every possibility that when you read through, you will see God sounding like when he was talking to somebody. Secondly, in Romans chapter 8, verse 11 or 16, if I'm not mistaken, he said, for the spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. So when you see the word, you know this is God talking to you. You just know. 
You understand what I'm saying? Mm. If you don't know, write it down. Mm. My first encounter with Jesus, when he came, you know, he appeared to me, you know, was talking with me, and he said something to me. And then the next thing he said, he said, you know, that don't you know that without me was not anything made that was made? I've never heard that before. Praise God. I never heard that. I didn't know that it was in scripture. I didn't know. Don't you know that without me was not anything made out? Inside me, I was like, this is a play of words. What was it? So I called my sister. I was like, just ah, appeared. Oh, this is what mm. he said. But I feel like I missed a major part of the encounter because I was expecting, oh, it's Jesus. Something big would have happened. And my sister said something. She said, if Jesus really came, then what you remember is what he needed to pass across to you. Light hit my spirit. And a few weeks later, I was reading the word of God. And then I saw it in John chapter 1. Without him was not anything made that was there. I said, hey, he told me this. He told me this. You get what I'm talking about? Why? Because Jesus speaks from the lens of his word. He will never contradict his word. So if the information you've written now contradicts God's word, tear it, burn it, grind it, bury it, spray it, and use it to plant cassava. Amen. <laughs> his word must Amen. always confirm. It must confirm his word. But the first thing is write it down. We have lost many treasures, many words because we don't record. Write the vision down. Make it plain. He didn't say you. He said he that reads it will run with it. So some of the things you are writing in your notes, your children will execute it. It's not everything that is for you. Write it down. Don't bother about what oh, I understand. I don't understand. Write it down first of all. Let it be my book of mystery that I don't understand. One day, understanding will come and then everything will open up. But write it mm -hmm. down. Praise God. Is that clear enough? Uh, yes, yes. Thank you very much. Praise God. Final question. Are we blessed by the session today? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it very, very. Oof. So, the thoughts. Thank God I wrote it down. Now. See, I'm practicing what I'm preaching. You know, I was studying the word yesterday and a thought. I was just studying generally, not what because I wanted to preach. And I saw a thought. It was like, mm. and I wrote it down. I sent it as a message to myself. And I was going to say it. And I finished preaching. And I didn't say it. And I'm going to say it before we go. Write the vision down. I, I have a thought to share, sir. Okay, please, go ahead. It's just a quick one. Um, when you were talking about perspective and you were talking about, um, I think you gave the example of you having a, a dream and several interpretations. Mm. Um, I believe, I believe it's the word of God just dropped in my spirit. And I, the way I visualized it was mm -hmm. perspective is us seeing with God's, through God's eyes, through God's yeah. vision what he sees yeah as god is we will see what he wants us as individuals to see mm. and sometimes as a corporate but normally is as an individual mm. i say that to say um uh, so so that's basically what god shows is like when he speaks to us when he's when we're relating with him when he's showing us a vision as first as an individual Mm -hmm. And other times, too, can it can be as a corporate body, yeah. And then we will all see 
the difference. We won't even see the same side of it. We will see the 360 degrees of it. Some people will see it from the west, southwest, you know. Exactly. So, so then it becomes the full picture as a as a as a as a corporate body. Yeah. Um, so when we are all aligned together, we then yeah. see the same full picture. I I say that because there was a particular time I had a dream, and I thought the dream was unique to me, and I was telling the dream. And that's why it's always good as well to have the right body of people around you. Yes. Um, so I think I was telling somebody this dream, trying to understand the dream myself. Mm-hmm. And he then, a couple of weeks later, I went to, I went to, it was another group of people and he, the somebody else there had exactly the same dream I had, mm. but the dream they had was from the other side. See what, what I saw, I was describing something else I saw from a distance. My God. And when he I had know. his dream, he I was know. seeing my perspective. Come on. So, Come on. so I, you understand? So it blew my mind that that is how God, he will, he will give us what we need to individually see. Mm. So it's good to know. So sometimes when we're listening to him mm. and he's talking to us as an individual, we have mm. to trust him and follow what he sees. And then the, the other side, the B would be when you're part of a, a, a wholesome corporate body, mm. we should all be aligned so that we see the, the full 360 degrees. We, we, it's, it's our responsibility to see the full picture because yes. when we are all together, we should be able to see it from every, every angle. Yes. Um, yes. yes. Yeah. Just, just thought to share that, sir. Thank you so much. When we are connected, there are many dreams that you know someone has. Remember when we're praying, I think there may be sort of vision of the man, the fat man that swallowed things down and we prayed. And someone else had a was that you, Angela, that had a dream of the man now sleep. Someone had a, that someone else had that dream. Don't remember. Okay, no, that was Nanke. Nanke had a dream of the man. We are we are one. Look, in the sight of God, we are one. We are we are one connected. So if you're connected in this house, really be connected. Don't connect my mouth. And the benefit of this thing will flow through your life as well. You know what I'm saying? God can, God can show you and say, oh, there's something, there's danger coming. I want you to be the one to share. You say, oh, me? No, but I'm not BPP. So he that came to you, he came to the wrong address. Say, oh, when you say, Lord, I'm not BPP, you say, oh, I thought this was BPP's house. Sorry. Is that what God will say? <laughs> That's what he will say. He comes to you so that I will share. Then when you share, then we all pick it together and then we run. Praise God. This subject is so precious, so beautiful. If God allows me, then I'll coach some people in this regard. Because I need you to bear fruits in this thing. And so the question from here, this was asking, said, but sir, sometimes these things happen so fast. How do we write them all down? Or oh, the gist is so sweet. Writing seems to block the flow. Take a voice recorder and record pointers so that I don't forget. For me, many times in a realm of, there's a frequency of revelation, right? You can pray into that frequency. Ah, subject for another day, my God. These are so broad. I can't just say one line and pass. When many times I hear God audibly when I'm sleep waking, in the in that in the middle in between sleep and being awake. I hear God very audibly. But now the sleep is so sweet, I don't want to wake up from it. And I don't want to lose that connection of the flow. 
So many times I'll be reciting the word I'm hearing. I'll be reciting it. I don't want to forget it. I don't want to forget it. Oof, I've forgotten it. Because the moment you leave that frequency, the information is on that frequency. So what you do at that is uh, what I usually do in the past, I've stopped doing it and I will not do it again because I'll take my phone and I'll do a voice recording. Then when I want to listen, I can't even hear what I'll say. <laughs> because of the sound. I, to... I do that too. Yeah. I'll be trying to listen. I will put headphones, different headphones, listen and zoom in. Ah! I can't hear what I said. So I said, what's that the essence? <laughs> so, sorry, excuse me, sir. I yeah. think somebody's trying to get your attention in the chats. On Clubhouse? Yes, sir. Anderson, 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 Anderson Rising. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's uh, Mr. Tim's brother. Oh, okay, Ade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maria, Let's see, yes, I think there was a question. Okay, two questions in one. Yeah, is it possible to have the same dream twice? But more importantly, can you have an identical dream but the message somehow different? Yes, what you need to know is that dreams can, you can also dream an interpretation to a dream. Secondly, when Joseph was called to interpret Pharaoh's dream, Pharaoh had the same dream but different form but it had the same meaning. And Joseph interpreted it to me that God showed you this thing twice because the matter is established in the heavens. So if you're having the same dream twice, that matter is established. It is inevitable. It's agreed, except you do something to undo it. So if it's bad, you can pray and undo. If it's good, then it's done. You get what I'm saying? So it's also possible to have different meanings. Some dreams are very difficult to crack. No matter how long you wait and stay, those ones, write it down and keep it. One day, somewhere down the line, two weeks, two months, two years, five years sometimes, you will dream about the interpretation and that dream will unlock this other dream. You know, So you must be with God. That's why if you are struggling to hear or to catch an interpretation to something, you really genuinely don't get it. Don't beat yourself up. Record it down, write the date and all that, and, and leave it. One day, there was a vision I had. I didn't understand it. I was in a service. I went for a program, and the preacher was talking, and he kept repeating one line. You know, he said it. I was unconscious. I wasn't. And the second time he said it, the third time he said it, I was like, oh, oh this is. He, I'm not sure he knew what he was doing, but he interpreted a vision I had had that I've been pondering on. So, it is the Holy, we need to know that it's really not about us doing all the work. The Holy Ghost is working with us. So we are not alone. So many times we are worried because we think we are alone. We are not. The Holy Ghost is with us and he knows what he needs to do. Get us where he needs to get us. Praise the name of the Lord. Have we been blessed so far? It's been a wonderful time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Let me see. This is true. Is how my kingdom man here dream about me with a number called the name. Ba -bam, ba -bam, ba -bam, ba -bam. Ah, okay. Yeah. What I was just explaining. Someone had the experience. So, the practical side of it. Hmm. Sorry, sir. Yes. I put the message in the chat box. I, I was asking. Good evening, sir. 
Now yeah. what, so there are sometimes these things happen so fast, especially when you are in soaking sessions or you are praying and the visions, like for me, it's so fast. How do you get to write all of them down? Or oh, you are having this very, or you are having a very sweet gist with the Holy Spirit, mm. and it's like writing is blocking the flow. Mm. I don't know if anybody else has felt that way. So what no, do you now do? Well, for me, the way I, I was trained, like you know, I write my notes. Many of you have seen my notes, and then I transcribe. Because of you know, I felt like it's double handling. You know, I've done it here, and now I'm typing here. So I tried to type the words as God was speaking. It wasn't flowing. The flow comes when we write. So I was trained to hear while writing. You get what I'm saying? Secondly, there's a way to capture it. You can catch a discourse shorthand. You can catch a thought by a line. So if someone is prophesying many things to me and I'm trying to trap it. And, you know, I just say, assimilate, expansion, faith, power. Now is the time, you know. The prophecy is many words, but with this summary, I can trap and I can retain at least 80% of the message because, you know, these are the key words that can unload. You get what I'm saying? Secondly, okay, when, I write this, yeah. when I write this shorthand, you know, and I'm asking the Holy Ghost to remind me, you get what I'm saying? And mm. it will, it will okay. just, you know, but the key is not to disconnect from the flow. If not, you miss it. You know, it's called the dove. You know, I told you when we're about to do soaking session, you know, um, it's a dove, gentle. If a dove is in front of you and you suddenly make a sharp movement, it will fly away and it will not come back. So you miss many things. So gently record, you know, many of you have very brilliant uh, minds that can retain a lot of information, but they say that the faintest pencil is sharper than the sharpest mind. You know, so... Mm. You know, Thank you so much, sir. Yeah. So now, practical sessions on how to work with this. So, for example, God gives you a vision or God gives you a prophetic word. You are going to be great. That is, uh, how would you measure greatness? You know, in what regard? We must sit with God and dream with him. That's where soaking sessions. So the soaking session that I play for you guys, you know, Whenever I fast, that's what I do almost every day. Anytime I worship, you know, I have worship music around me, and then I stay still. You know, I check where He wants to take me to. So, but what I want us to establish today in this practical aspect is you have the Word of God, right? A big word. Let me just put it like that. You have a huge word in front of you, but how do you break down that word? So you must go with that word and think, right? what you call quiet time or meditation, we're all talking about the same thing. Sit with God and think through how that word will come to pass. Now, there's a dimension of prophecy that you won't know what you will do. You will just, you know, God will bring it to pass. That's there are some things that you need to think through. What do, in the woman with the issue of blood, she heard about the things Jesus had done. That instruction came from this exercise I'm talking about. She heard Jesus healed the sick. Oh, wow. How does that connect to the problem I'm having? If he can heal the sick, could he heal me too? That's a time of meditation. That's a time of quietness. That's a time where you are engaging your mind 
and not just your mind now, the Holy Ghost incubates your mind and then you start to go. What, what, am, I, what, am, I, what am I going to do? What do I do? How do I connect to this miracle that I, I, I need? You are sitting with God. If you have to pray in tongues, you pray in tongues. There's a dimension that praying in tongues becomes noisy as well. There's a place. Many of us are saying if there are dimensions in this things. Pray in tongues to tune your spirit, man. But you start, you sit and are meditating. You start walking steps. The big goal, just start breaking into smaller goals and start, okay, this is what you need to do. The instructions will come out of it. You understand what I'm saying? This is a practical life skill that you can apply to anything. The woman with the issue of blood was thinking, what? And she had, he raised the dead. Oh, compared to the challenge I'm having, if he can raise the dead, at least me, I'm still alive. That means this one is lesser in intensity. Do you understand what I'm saying? In that process of meditating and thinking through, the instruction came out. If I can but touch the hem of her garment. Let me track from my own perspective how she got to that place. Let me track it. Someone that has died, it's even difficult to raise. Someone that is killed, then maybe, maybe not. But someone that is dead, okay. So that means, how did he raise the dead? He spoke, okay. How did he heal these lepers? He touched them, okay. How did he do this? How did he do that? That means that this thing is really coming from him. Are you following me as we're going on this journey? I'm just giving you a, just. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This place. Yes, sir. Okay. 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 How did it? I mean, it's coming from him. Okay. Okay. From the law of contact. That means that his clothes can also carry what is on him. Hmm. Because the cloth is closest to him, okay? So even if I can't touch him, if I can touch his cloth, I will get it. And suddenly, Rema will just pop. Boom! This is it. And then she get up with her instruction and go to execute. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So we must sometimes sit with the prophetic word and draw a roadmap with the Holy Ghost. You are not doing it on your own. You must draw a roadmap to take you to that place. Okay, Lord, okay, okay. This year, you said, I'm going to get married this year. Okay, okay, okay. How will I meet the person? And you start to think through. There are places you will think through and then you say, no, this, this, this one will not work. You will laugh, say, no, this not. You come back. It doesn't mean every path you take is the, is the best route. No, you must journey with God in this regard. You and your spirit and the Holy Ghost will clash. The Holy Ghost wants to go here. You want to go here. After argument, you will now argue. Okay, let's go here first. Let me show you that there's no road here. Then come back here. Do you understand what I'm... Look, this is a practical. And you start to say, okay, okay, okay. Where, where are the possible places I can meet him? Mm, for the kind of man I want to see, that means I can meet him in church. Okay? Ah, but in church, there are many criminals. This is a meditative session. But there are criminals that go to church too. Everyone goes to church now. Okay. Okay, okay, BPP has taught us that you know, we can know in our spirit so we can discern. So even in church, someone talks to me and tells and starts saying things. I can use that gift of discernment to pick. Is this person speaking from God or from the flesh? Ah, that's true. Okay, church can work. Where else apart from church? Okay, I'm a career person. That means I, I would like to meet someone who's career oriented. Okay, that means I should start going for work 
programs and all. Are you, are you seeing what I'm saying? It is called dreaming with God. Before you start it, you, are, you have invited the Holy Ghost. Lord, I want to go on a journey. Take me with you. Follow me on this journey or lead me in this journey and begin. He will come. You invited him. He will come. You can't be surprised that he didn't come when you didn't invite him. Am I communicating? Yes, sir. So are you being blessed by this exercise at all? Or am I first of all? Yes, sir. Let me show you why you need to go with the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 or verse. There's, um, I'm reading the Amplified. Let me read Amplified Classic. These are practical steps. So, you know, I like doing practical things. I don't just do things in the air. Nobody can access it. First Corinthians 2 verse 9. You know, I've quoted it several times. I have not seen, ears have not heard. I have not entered into the heart of man. The things God has prepared for them that love him, you know. But it has been revealed to us by his spirit. So verse 10, I'm reading Amplified Classic. Yet to us, God has unveiled. What is the process of unveiling? He's showing you a picture. Unveiled and revealed them by and through his spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches diligently. So you say, Lord, search with me. Am I communicating? He searches diligently, exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God. That's the divine counsels and things hidden beyond man's scrutiny. So you can only get there through your own limitation, but he will take you from your limitation to the realm of the unlimited. He will examine everything. He will go through a path with you and say, ah, this is not the right way. He will come back. So the same way a man is trying to do experiment to create light, light bulb, and he's failing. He is doing it and failing. But with the Holy Ghost, you can join him with the Holy Ghost and try it before you begin anything. You can try the 1,600 times of failing and then get the one that works. Then get up from that meditation and do the one that works. Is somebody with me? Are you with me? Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you, you believe you? Is this coming across to you? Let me repeat again. Um, there's a movie that Nicolas Cage yes. did. I don't remember what the name of that movie. Or is it 60 seconds? No, not gone in 60 seconds. No, not face off. There was one that he could go ahead of time and come back. You remember that movie? I love movies, though, because it explains many spiritual realities to me. Who remembers that movie? It's next. Next. Thank you. So the cops started to work with him because he can pinpoint where a sniper is. So he will go ahead of time, and then the sniper will shoot him, but not the real him. Him is still in the past, but he will go to the future. The sniper really will shoot him, and then he will come back and tell the police the sniper is there and he is never wrong. You understand what I'm saying? So, likewise, this is what the Bible says. Ah, the Holy Ghost we have, many of us don't understand. That's why I want to bring us to this. Look, the results that you will produce in Somi, it will look like a lie. It will look like a lie. 
and I'm teaching you the principles that will bring these results to you. That's what I'm teaching. So I'm not just making declaration, I'm hoping it happens. No, this is the technology, this is the know-how. This is how it will happen. So he said, yet to us, God has unveiled and revealed them by and through his spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches diligently, exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God, the divine counsel and things hidden beyond man's scrutiny. So when you dream with God, you can access the unreachable. When you dream with God, you can access potentials that are not possible to man. Then you come back and then you can execute. So with the Holy Ghost, Jesus or God said, I place before you life and death. Choose life and then you will live. But if you choose death, this is your result. What, what does that mean? God has the three possibilities in front of him already. If you yield to his will, this is what will happen. If you don't yield to his will, this is what will happen. And if you are in perfect alignment with his will at all times, this is what will happen. It, the, the three realities are plain before God. That's why God is never surprised. It is, it is plain before him. So you choose, you go left, the possibilities of going left is, is the end of it is in front of him. The possibilities of going right, the end of it is in front of him. Do you get what I'm saying? So when you engage and connect with the Holy Ghost at that frequency, without making any physical steps, you can go and you can see the end of that journey and come back and say, this is not a good journey to go. And then you don't go. Somebody catching this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, 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 yes. You must consciously engage. Lord, you say my business will prosper. Okay. You, you sit down. You can't. This is not the time where you are, you are doing Instagram. You are watching one funny video. Your mind, your, your mind, your consciousness is going to those places. As you go there, it goes there. If, if you see an update, the memory of the history of that update the history of the story before and after, blah, 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 blah. As you move your eye there, you move focus. You can't, your, your focus must be on Jesus for you to continue walking on water. You take your eyes off him, you will sink. That's just it. So when you're engaging this, Isaiah 26 verse 3, powers your, your, your conviction. Thou shalt keep thee in perfect peace. Hey, perfect peace, shalom, shalom, whose mind is stayed on him. He will bring you to a place of perfection of peace. And not just, not just for your mind, really in your life, your health, everything. It will bring you into that reality if your mind can stay with it. But life has taught us distraction, many distractions today. Everything is happening fast, fast. Oh, oh quickly do this, quickly do this. You know, to catch your attention, taking it away from God. But if you stay with him, he will show you possibilities will take you through. So, Lord, my business. You sit in the Holy Ghost. Take dedicated time and sit. The thinkers, the people that think, they, they, they go far. I heard a testimony uh, from Bishop Oedipo. When they were building Canaan land, uh, you know, they were building the, the, the tabernacle, the dome itself. Or what's it called? Yeah, they're building the, the big building. And, you know, they needed to take in an equipment into the facility to do some work inside but they could not access because the height 
of the equipment was a bit higher than the door. They tried all the technological processes. They could not go in. And they were stuck. And then they sent a message to the bishop. We have a challenge in this thing. What do we do? And he said, give me time. He went inside and sat with God. The spirit of wisdom started to explore different possibilities. If you do this, okay. The solution they had was to break the door so that they can build again. But that would cost, you know, that's not what they wanted. And guess what? After a while, he came back and said to them, let the tires and drive the equipment inside. Are you hearing me, people? Hmm. Yes, sir. The solution hmm. was not, in quote, supernatural. Are you hearing me? We are yes, demolishing religious strongholds that are skeptics. We are here, we are here. We are wow. demolishing, demolishing uh, uh, religious stronghold because there are many things that are so basic that God wants to do, but no, we must want to complicate it. Someone is in front of you with help, <laughs> wants to give you, say, Lord, I don't want it from this person. Lord, I want it to be an unknown person. <laughs> I want it to be somebody that I don't know so that when I share my testimony, they will shake. If you are on that table, come down and take hammer and break that table. He has done it for you. He said, no, Lord, no, 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 no. This too, this too casual. This too, this is not them. Lord, do it in a way that the angel will just walk through the wall and look at me. He said, oh, thou son of your father. Thou said the Lord. He said, hey, Lord, this kind of word will be sweet. Are you there? If, if you know you're on this table, just, just be clapping for yourself. <laughs> Not it was not a supernatural in quote solution, but he accessed it by engaging the spirit of wisdom, lessening the, the people that had decrees all across them. They could not solve this mystery. He came back from engaging at another level, lessening the tires, and they lessened the tire, drove it in, pumped the tires, and they did the work. Am I complicating people of God? So you see that the time where you say you are waiting for God's time, you see you, how much time you have been wasting. Have Dream with God. Dream with God and it will show you things that are possible. It will show you strategies that have not been... Look, the Holy Ghost was there when, when gold was put underground. Are you, are you really aware? Are you aware? Eh? Hello. Yes, sir. Are you Hello, aware? sir. It's like we missed you. You, you. Are you aware that he was there when, when, when diamond, when oil was put? Are you aware that the Holy Ghost was there? Are you aware that he can and he's with you? He can show you and take you on a vision and tell you, say, look here, go and sell all you have and buy this land. And then when you do so, and the explorers will explore and find oil there. And your, your family generation of strong poverty will come to an end by a revelation of God. Are you aware? Are you aware? Hello, are you aware? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you see, <laughs> what am I trying to yes, show you? Yes, sir. I'm trying to show you that we have been wasting many time. You have been you have been making me pray and my throat wants to dry as if I don't know what. 
engage <laughs> things and see these things. Praise the name of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not telling you tomorrow, once you start it, you get it all the answer. No. No. But consistency, your mind. You are amazed at the things you will download. There are many solutions. You know how many people have sent me a message. How do you do it that you can do Zoom and, and Clubhouse together? Many people have asked me. I, I, I got this, this solution. Nobody taught me. I got it in the spirit. In a place of just thinking with God. I don't just think with my faculty. I think I connect with the Holy Ghost and we start to search. And the Holy Ghost starts to search. What's the, what's the technology? What's the technology? Okay, do this, do that, do this, do that. Bam, it's done. And then I come back and I apply it and it's done. You understand what I'm saying? So we must put, connect your, that's why you, the Holy Ghost is not just there for you to speak in tongues. There are many people speaking in tongues and they are suffering from the things that the Holy Ghost has solution for. But you must learn to engage at that frequency. The Bible says that Enoch walked with God and was not. He walked with God in the frequency of God and he was taken. Many of us who have lived in the flesh for too long, the flesh is not benefiting us much. Engage in this dimension. Download. There's a spirit of wisdom. I taught on wisdom the last time. Only wisdom alone that sits with you like this. You are rich. You are rich. Wisdom sits with you. Steady. Talk with you. You are already rich. There are many keys in scripture that once you take one and explore, you will be amazed at what power. We don't live and say, Lord, help me. Forget the word. If an angel comes to you and say, have you not read? And if you say no, sir, I've not read. You say, who is your who is your pastor? Says BPP. Say ah, BPP not try. Anybody that make my KPI go low, I'm teaching you everything now. If they show up to you and you say you don't know, I will deny you. I'm telling you now. They don't say deal, deal or not deal. Deal. Bobby no Ricketts, go ahead. I'm done talking now. Thank you very much, BPP. Good evening, everyone. I, I mean, when you shared um, Bishop's testimony, um, mm. it just reminded me of something that happened to me today. And I think I didn't think of it in that light until you shared this um, testimony. Mm. I mean, um, you know, since um, the surgery, um, you know, I've been having like, you know, bowel movement, but it's very difficult. It's mm. been very difficult for me and you know sometimes i take two bottles of water mm. you know i have some laxatives and all that mm. you know today today and i went into the you know the bathroom and all and it was really difficult it was really really difficult and i was i just saw holy spirit help me mm. like, spirit help me holy spirit help me and i was really expecting <laughs> I was, I was just expecting a free flow. You get what I mean? Mm. But like today was so interesting because what, what happened was I was reminded of, because um, I like to watch a lot of entrepreneurship videos and things like mm. that. So Shark Tank a lot. Like I watch Shark Tank a lot. So I, 
I remember one of the pitches on Shark Tank, one of the business that came to pitch on Shark Tank, they came to pitch a stool that would allow you use the toilet easily. Mm. And the thing about it is that, you know, when you, there's some pictures you see online that some people use books, they put books on their feet in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I, they were selling this tool. They were selling this tool that would let you sit in the toilet in the appropriate way that your colon would actually open up and mm. you would be in a way that, you know, your poop would come out easily. So mm. I just remember. At, like I just remember that in the in the in the bathroom, and I just mm. looked for. I don't have a stool in the bathroom. I just looked for a bowl, mm. and I was like, okay, but I don't have a stool. I can't go. And, I can't go and grab books yet. I still can't carry things yet. So what can I do? I just looked to my right, and I saw like a bowl in my bathroom. I just turned what was in the bowl on the floor, and I put it. I put it just by the toilet seat, and I put my feet on it. PPP, like everyone. It was a free flu. Hallelujah. Like, so, like, you just speaking about that just reminded me that this is exactly the same thing. Like, this is an example of what you're talking about. I didn't even, you know, after God has done something, like, the shade is poop. It's not like you remember it easily, but this was just a reminder that even in the littlest things, like, you know, yeah. this, this is the Holy Spirit, it doesn't have to be like, okay, Holy Spirit just allowed the free poop to come out free flow. There's some information you must have gotten somewhere and yeah. you might just find, you know, for the execution of that, mm. um, of that prophetic word. I mean, I just bless God. Just bless God. So, so Thank good. you. Thank you. He reminds you, the Holy Ghost has every answer. Every answer. You may look at this as, as something little, you know, what was the relevance? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Adesua. Yes, sir. Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes, please. Okay. I just wanted to give a testimony. Mm. As you were describing this, I now realize that also that is what happened. So, I'm not sure when, like I said, I, I didn't write it down, but I know I was praying and I saw that I was, I received some amount of money. Mm -hmm. So, and when I saw that and it kept coming, I said, okay, Holy Spirit, how do we get this money? Because for you to be showing me now, mm -hmm. that means it is it's available. And he gave me some instructions. He told me to go and talk to someone and tell mm -hmm. him exactly what I want. Mm. And so at some point I didn't want to do it because I had been disturbing that I'm always disturbing him, mm. although he doesn't mind. But the Holy Spirit kept insisting, kept insisting that that this is that this is the time, you know. Go, go and tell him. Surely one afternoon. So I did it and I called. No. So that morning I had woken up and Holy Spirit said, Today is the day you should call that man. Mm. And it should be early this morning before he gets busy. Mm. So I picked up my phone. If I did, I just went, I, I just got up from prayer, called him and said, eh, okay, no problem. Do you know that in the last five days, I started receiving some of that money and, oh <laughs> and I'm so happy I listened. I'm, I'm so happy um, I listened because my organization really needs it. Imagine if I had slept on it, you know, and I'm said, okay, the money will come. And, and you'll be praying. You know, God has shown Father. Me. Yes. 
when you meditate <laughs> on this thing, instructions will come. Ah. And, and, and he just gave me this specific a specific instruction, and that's all I did. I told him it has been meeting here, meeting there, but they are all bearing fruit. And I just thank God that I obeyed and made that call when I did. Glory to God. <laughs> that's my testimony. Praise God. Thank you so much for sharing. Very critical, very important. So, like I said. In the place of meditation, the woman got the instruction. If I can, she blotted out, if I can but touch the hem of his garment. Where did that thing come from? Meditation. Thank you um, for mentioning the scenario with Abraham, Jacob, and Levan, when Levan was cheating him. The angel showed him a, a, a strategy to transfer wealth. And he peeled the back of the polar tree and put it in front of the, 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 the animals when they were mating, and they produced after what they saw. It's a mystery of the, the mystery of God is still in effect. I promise you there are many people who are executing this mystery. Like I said, you start today. Don't expect that by tomorrow you start producing results. No, you have to master it and keep at it. Don't take no for an answer. Sometimes you will be blank. Sometimes nothing will work. There's a waiting period. There's a seed time. When harvest starts to flow, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. My younger sister is uh, Benita on the call. She shared with me many times in the office, there'll be challenges at work and you know, nobody knows what to do. She will excuse herself, go to the bathroom. What is she saying? Holy Ghost, give me wisdom to solve this. Five minutes of tonguing, Rema will drop. And she will come back and apply it. And everyone will be like, whoa, how did you know? We didn't think of that. You know what I'm saying? Are you aware that if you develop this gift, you can become a consultant to multi-million dollar businesses? When they are stuck, they call you. You just come and think. Connect with the frequency of God. I heard of a story of a man a guest speaker or guest, uh, what's it called? A consultant that a business, I think it was, um, I don't I don't remember now if it was Pepsi, Coca-Cola, one of these brands. I don't remember what it was, but one major brand, you know, so their competitor was really doing, throwing ads and doing stuff. And they wanted to also increase their advertisement. And they invited the man, say, come, what's your strategy? Our competitor is doing all this you know, and, you know, what should we do? We also want to engage in the same, you know, that's why, you know, for the network, if MTN starts doing a promo, two, two, two minutes later, Airtel will start doing the same, and glow as usual, carry last, and repeat it, right? So they keep circling the same ideas. So, and they invited this man, and the man charges some ridiculous amount, and, you know, the, the board were like, no, oh, who is he? Why should we pay this more? Blah, blah, blah. They say, they just, just give him a try. And then the man came and he sat and listened to them and they spoke, this is what our computer is doing and this is what we want to do. What do you think? He said, hmm, so give me a, a moment. So he sat, was thinking, they were watching like, what's this guy doing? He should do something. He walked around the room and then he said, okay, I got the, I got the answer. And he went to the board, you know, where there was. He said, this is what we should do. And he looked at the board and stood in front of the board and told them, this is what you should do. <laughs> and they were like, I knew this guy was mad. What are you saying? 
Nothing was written on the board. He said, your solution is do nothing. Ah, I knew this guy is stupid, blah, 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 blah and all sorts of insults. And he was quiet. When they were done shouting, he said, can I speak now? Say yes. And he started to show them. He said, these people have shots. Um, remember the exact detail, but like the budget or whatever, they have shots and concept, concentration, whatever. They have shots span. They allow them. They will burn out. You do nothing. When they are done, they will go quiet and then you will reap the benefit. He showed them from this thing and when it was done, everybody was attention span and all that. They started clapping. You know, some was to say, well, this is nonsense. How can you say we'll do nothing? So this money we just paid you was for nonsense. Da, da, ba, 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 ba. And someone said, well, let's just give it a try. He said, give, give your computer three months, tops four months, and see if they are still in the market. We're like, no, this boy coming strong. They're in every newspaper. They're in everything. He said, four months max. And they say, okay, there's no harm in trying. Four months later, the brand that was threatening them was nowhere to be found in the market. And their advertisement boosted their own sales. And they gained very serious profit by doing nothing that came by a man who could think far. You understand what I'm saying? And then at that point, his wages was justified. So ability to see prophetically, see with the Holy Ghost, engage him. You'll make some mistakes, but don't stop. Keep going. Once harvest starts to show, you'll be amazed. People will come and ask you, how do you do what you do? What is the solution? But if you just keep going and doing what you are doing, expecting a different result, it can't work. It can't work. Expecting something different when you're doing the same thing, it doesn't work that way. So we must pay the price. Uh, let me take final question, then I can go. Kemishola says, sir, how do you meet someone you saw during meditation at a place to be met through some senior colleagues and suddenly they stopped inviting you to their house? I asked the Holy Ghost for another location, but I haven't seen it again. You will see it. You will know. You are a spiritual man. You are a spiritual man. Let me tell you how I got my first job. I've shared that testimony before, but let me share it again. I was praying, I submitted CVs everywhere, literally everywhere. The reason why I know Lekki today, I know the inside out of Lekki was because I've trekked Lekki, my God. I went every building, I will knock at your gates, sir, is this a company or a house? That was the question. This is a company, uh, I want to submit my CV. We've, 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 this thing we're talking, we have done it, we're not just talking. But many places submitted my CVs everywhere. And it's Princess on the call. Let me know if you're on the call, you know, because this is... Yes, I am. Uh, where, where, where is Oba? <laughs> Oba is here, too. Uh, Oba Alpha, because, you know, it was the office that I was close to uh, that day. So I submitted CVs everywhere. So I was praying, 
in the morning and just praying and waiting on the Lord. And the picture of a building showed up in my mind. You see that? The picture of a building, and I know the building so well because I had submitted my CV there before. And my inner spiritual antenna tell, tells me that, okay, that means there's an open door here now. So what do I do? I get up, I call my sister, my, my, my supply, my supplier, and she sends me money. I go print my CV and I head out. I, I, I knew the time, the hour in my spirit. I don't know how I knew. I didn't hear, go now, my son. No, I woke up. I saw that picture. I got up, called someone, you know, called my sister, sent me money. And I went, printed my CV and went to that place. The reason why I asked for princess is because, you know, her husband, Larry's office was close to the building. Where is Oba? Confirm this thing I'm saying. We have receipts for this thing we are talking about. You remember yes, that day, Oba? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The office was close to his office. So I went, I stopped by his office. I shared my experience where I said, oh, I'm going to submit my CV in this place. You know, I said, I said ah, I'm going to go down this. So I walked down to the place. And while I was getting there, remember, I submitted the CV before. They didn't call me, but I saw it again. So I went again. I didn't say, oh, Lord, that which I've submitted before is about to speak, Lord. Let it speak. Let it speak. Let it speak. No, stood up, went again. And then when I got there, the HR lady who I got to know was the HR head later is Amaka on the call. Amaka works in the company. I have many receipts, right? The HR lady was outside making a call and, ah, God, the realm of the spirit is a real thing. She's outside taking a call and the angel brought her outside because later when I started working in the company, I knew there are many places she could have taken that call. But the angel told her, go outside and make that call. Go outside, make the call. She's outside. She makes a call, waited for me to come. So as I'm coming, she's done with her call and she's walking back into the office. And I see, I greet her. Good day, man. I want to submit my CV. She was looking at me straight. Who's this guy? She collected the CV and went in. And I went back to see my guy, Larry. We just stared, talked. You know, and then I went my way. Two weeks later, I see an email that I'll be invited for an interview by that organization. What that happened? That lady was the HR manager. So the Holy Ghost showed me the picture. This door is open. And because I played my part, the angel also played his part to ensure she was out at the time. Later, I found out that my CV, you know, when you submit your CVs at the gate, many times they trash it or they tear it or they sell it to these people that buy paper. So he said, go again. When he said, go again, he did not supernaturally provide money for me to go. I called my sister and I stepped out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Many times we expect a supernatural result with their natural activities to do. I went there and I did. I didn't get the role that I was invited for, but I didn't have experience for it. But during the course of the interview, he said, okay, with this experience, that means you can, so I started another department. That's how I got into that company. More than half of the people I met in that organization are still active part of SOMI today. I always told them that I'm here for ministry assignment. I'm not here for work. They are part of SOMI today. Am I communicating? So if God showed you something doing this thing, he will tell you. If you are, you are, you are asking and you're not picking anything, just, just write it down, leave it. 
The day that the angel will have orchestrated that meeting, he will tell you now, get up and go to the supermarket. He said, I don't feel like going to the supermarket. Get up and go to the supermarket. <laughs> and they'll be like, what am I going to the supermarket? You're going to buy cream. He said, but I still have cream. He will repeat again. You want to buy cream. When you hear that kind of instruction, just get up and say, it's true. I want to buy cream. Why? He wants you to meet somebody. Praise God. Hallelujah. I hope with these few points of mine, I've been able to... Hello, 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 hello. People just give Remo. Huh? I just gave her all the one I've been giving. Hello. Hello. No, it's this some you know this can be somebody's Roma now. <laughs> so go and meet their future. <laughs> buy cream, are we? Not just cream, but maybe that they will see their uh, uh -huh. husband or wife. Somebody well, might... I don't know for you guys, so but I've gotten that as my Rema. <laughs> Come on, hey. come on, Shanta Rema. <laughs> Don't just, don't just say, excuse me, where is Maria? You just start smiling. Go ahead and tell me I'm listening. Please, please, sir, please, sir, I have a question. One last question before you go. You know, I've closed since so, uh, so that people don't want to judge me or not say it's me that costs. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, About a month ago, I, about a month when I was ago, having a covenant time with, Abby, <laughs> I when I was having my covenant time with the Lord, uh, wow. I heard the hello. I yeah, heard right. the the. I don't um time to time I do hear voice, and mm. I know it's the Holy Spirit. I know that that voice is not my voice in mm. any way. It's not me speaking. You know, sometimes you can be confused whether it's you that is speaking or not. But I know I hear it distinctively right and i heard the 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 verses uh, uh psalm 53 and 133 mm -hmm. and i didn't know what it meant i just mm -hmm. went ahead and wrote it down i have mm -hmm. my journal where yeah. i do document things my dreams revelations and even preachings too mm -hmm. so um yes i wrote it down and i kept on reading 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 i still do not understand it mm -hmm. you know and i thought maybe you can just help me you know yeah so yeah it's scripture and you it. read it you don't get anything internalize that information because that means that a time will come <laughs> when light will jump out of it usually when you read in that regard mm -hmm. you would always catch a revelation but if you don't just read it and know it because when the word enters your spirit man god can speak through that word i found that anytime i learn a new revelation for example uh let me just say oh the sky is blue let me just use that as a random example i just yeah. caught that revelation what i noticed is that the next time god is speaking to me he's speaking to me about the sky about being blue so in my mind, I'm like, so if I didn't know this, God would not have spoken to me. So every time you take in the word, you expand your vocabulary and God starts to use those words that you have learned to speak to you. Secondly, that means it's either he's preparing something, preparing you for something that is about to happen, that the rema is in that word mm. that you have read. So when that thing happens, mm. anytime someone comes to me and says, oh, this thing suddenly happened, the first thing I do with them, I said, check your notes. Check the prophetic words you have received. God, well, I believe nothing happens. Nothing catches me unawares. I would have 
picked it. My wife would have picked it. My children, my siblings, my parents, someone would have seen it. So when something happens that I don't see, my first instinct is check around. Check your notes. Check. Check as far back. What's the prophetic mm. word you've seen? And when they tell me, I'll say, okay, do you see that God was speaking to you ahead of this situation? Because if when you see the thing, if something happens and God has not spoken to you, you and I both, we are both in trouble. But now we just want to try, do trial and error. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So God yes, will have spoken ahead. So when you check back, you see that God has said, you shall not die for leave. So when they give you a report that you have two weeks to die, what would you use to face it? God said, I will not die for leave before the situation comes. Mm. So internalize the word, read the word, read the word well, so that you can prepare. When that time comes, look at it from time to time. The revelation of it will ignite in the spirit. Okay? Mm. Okay. Praise okay. the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Kemi Sola, I've sent you an invitation. Come up quickly. I know your question said it's been a while. Don't worry. It can take four years, five years. When the time comes, poof, it will ignite in your heart. And then many times we have missed our seasons. We have missed things that God was showing us because we didn't act on it. We didn't move on it. You know, but like... The season will, the cycle will go and come again. For some people, the cycle is two years. Some people, the cycle is five years. Some people, two months, one month. You know, that's why we can't afford to, to, to miss God when God is moving and speaking to us. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe this has been a very, very insightful and interesting um, subject. I know we have learned, you know the drill. Your assignment is, you know, share the revelation you have picked from this teaching and then, um, you know, share, you know, and then visit over and over again, you know, and then you are able to, that you can extract all the juice. There are many thoughts that I didn't want to go into because to open another conversation again, you know, so I, I tried my best, but here we are. You guys kept me. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Is there a final comment? Oh, we've not prayed. We have to pray. We have to pray. Okay? We have to pray. That's why one of the prayer points I gave you, you know, what is the instruction to unlock my prophecy? What is the, there is an instruction in that prophecy. What is the instruction? God will just tell you, look, prepare a proposal, take it to this person. There's always a way. Psalm 119 verse 18 is our prayer, and then we'll call it and now. We can continue the conversation in the chat. You know, um, we really, really spent a lot of time, but I know that we're blessed by this conversation. Mm. Psalm 119 verse 18. Open my eyes to spiritual truths so that I may behold wonderful things from your law. What I've taught extensively between last week and this week, there are spiritual truths that will bring enlightenment to your life. So please lift your voices and pray. Open my eyes, O oh God, to spiritual truths that I may behold wonderful things from your law so that when I'm dreaming with you, I can see what you are showing me. Can we lift our voices and pray? Lift your voices. Kalide, Barias, Kuvenesh, Kezia, Katak, Rakatosh, Ketia. Please stay prepare communion too. Come in here, please. Open down my eyes. 
that I may behold wondrous things. Open my eyes to spiritual truth. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Oh God, wondrous things from your word. Lebrasco fretishke belenas lega jedeberianeske fretishke sia lega baneske fratoske parakatias kapa jondoroske fretishke parakoshia katishkeskia mokutoro poskesia katare baria jo koko parakoshia kade lege gege gele Jesus, precious name, we pray. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I showed you from scripture last week that the moment Jesus broke bread and um, uh, he broke bread, you know, the eyes of the, them were open. Uh, Matthew 24, you know, uh, something. Communion in one of the ways. Many of you, your, your, your imagination have been healed. You will begin to see like God. You will see from the perspective of God. These things that I give you are things that will change your life. It will change your fortune. It will cause you to be in alignment with God. 
You know, you are praying yeah. about somebody. And Lord, Lord, I want to see this person. Show me this person from your perspective. You will see the person. You will just you will see when the person is wearing a, a wolf, wolf clothes on top, no, wearing sheep, sheep head on top wolf body. We'll wear the sheep head. And I'll call you. Ah! When you see, what will you do? You see, oh Lord, is a sheep. You will see him clearly. Nothing is hidden before God. I tell you. I tell you. Pray that this Lord, this word will find expression in your heart in the name of Jesus. I'm sowing the seed of the word. I want to see the harvest. I want to hear your testimonies mm -hmm. about application of this thing and how it has transformed your life. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Why? How did Solomon become the, the richest man in the, in the world? Wisdom. Just wisdom. Just one of the spirits. Wisdom. Mm -hmm. Just wisdom explored him and the man considered Ah, Jesus, I pray that Somi will be a body that will execute mysteries and people around there will be like, how do you do it? Amen. 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 Test it for, for, test it for one month straight. Dream with God concerning your projects concerning your prophetic word, concerning your marriage, your children, dream with God, concerning your health, dream with God. If you answer that, you, you, you won't believe it. I've had many things I go to bed, when I hear the solution in my spirit, I wake up and apply it, and it works. I'm like, eh? But the life will not allow me to go back and do it again, continue naturally, until I'm stuck again. But we can access this dimension daily. Father, sanctify the flesh, sanctify the bread, let it be turned to flesh, sanctify the wine, let it be turned to the blood. As we partake of it, cause our eyes to be open. Lord, as we dream with you, teach us, speak to us, and show us your name's sake, mm. the name of Jesus. Amen. His body was broken. Our bodies will not be broken in Jesus' name. His body was broken, that our bodies will not be broken in sickness and disease and in death in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. One of the attributes of wine is when you take it, you start feeling sleepy. I pray that as you take this wine, which is the blood of Jesus, that you will sleep the sleep that visions will flow freely in your lives in the name of Jesus. That God will mm -hmm. answer us age-long questions. He will solve riddles. He will show you the path of life in the mighty name of Jesus. Cheers to dreaming with God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Thank you those watching online. Um, so the announcement is clear from next week. I, I don't know if we'll, next week we might just be broadcasting directly to YouTube. So you join from YouTube and then some of you can join on Clubhouse, whichever is comfortable, so that the uh, quality of our videos will be better um, for posterity's sake. Um, you know, so...
Ah, I'll miss your voices. I have to read your chats then, but it's going to be good. Secondly, Glam and Fire, the logo just came. Can you see it? Can you see? Is it clear? It's just, for those, where is the win one? Glam and Fire. There are badges here. Glow, grow, grow, glow, and become. Oh God, Woo! man, man, we are coming. We are coming with our own. Uh, all the men, shout! Let me hear. Miss Yamen. We want on behalf of. Thank you, Daryl. We are here. We are not alone. We will look for our own. This glam and fire. What is our own title? Oh, Chop, Chopin. <laughs> Man on fire. Matt. No, if there's fire already, you know. Everywhere Man. fire. Man on. <laughs> Wizard will not strangle you. Wizard will not strangle you. Man on water. Walking on water. Santa. <laughs> Rubber. Robo. 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 Come on. Okay. So Glamour Fire is here. Um, next week, Saturday, please, if you're in Lagos, visit our website to register. It's in person. It's not going to be streamed online. So please, if you are not in Lagos, don't register, please, because the preparation that I'm seeing, I've been waiting for special invitation, but they told me they invited me, but I'm inviting myself because I'm going to, I will must also partake. Amen. Because Jesus said, I mean, God said to, God said to um, Abraham, that as far as your eye can see, and my eyes have seen this preparation, um, I'm possessing as my possession. Amen. Hallelujah. Brothers, if you are looking for wife, you can just come around and just act like you just want to come see me. We'll have meeting downstairs so that when they are, when they are leaving, you can behold and become. Oh, wisdom is choking me. This word, 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 wisdom word, word. Me. Wisdom. This wisdom is choking me, please. Baby, we take it easy, take it easy. You're too much. You're on fire. You're on water. Walk on water. Walk on water. <laughs> don't leave me, sir. Don't leave me. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm tired. Are you ready to go? Um, Kade has some announcements to make, but uh, before no, yes, yeah. So prepare, prepare. Um, after glam and fire, you know, fellowship is the week after. Um, the, the theme of fellowship is the gift of his presence. The gift of his presence. It's going to be a powerful time. Um, God is going to literally gift us, many of us, the gift of his presence. You'll walk around with his tangible manifest presence after that meeting. You know, waiting on the Lord on that regard. And it's going to be a powerful time. Um, December, we're coming to Texas. Are coming to Kerrville, Texas. Please visit our website and uh, you have to register and let us know you'll be coming so we'll prepare for you. And then Papa Kai is coming in December as well, on the 17th of December as well. We're going to be, that's our last meeting. That meeting is going to be special. Immediately after that meeting, we are headed to the airport and we're coming to Texas. Hallelujah. It's going to be good. It's going to be so good. Um, what else am I missing now? Um, so please do your assignments and please deliver, deliver critically um, everything that um, and apply these things. Karen, please go ahead. If I have any other thing, I would um, 
All right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, sir. Um, you've done half my job. Um, I have the the <laughs> immense privilege of continuing, you know, just adding a few more things about Glamour Fire. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank everyone who's been um, quite helpful, you know, in planning and all of those who have registered as well. You know, we know people like to just show up at the door, but thank you. Thank you for making... Um, reservation easy um but then there, there is an aspect to preparation that we would like to you know um, um let us all be aware of we know that um because we're non-denominational so we accept you know here you have people from different you know denominations and experiences and some people you know maybe having challenges with the concept of glamour fire i mean these people are just trying to be they're just secular people trying to add fire to console themselves but but the honest truth is it is important in the days and the times that we are in that the communication of our there's excellence in the communication of, of what god he, is doing in and through our lives right and um i mean you can be scrolling on instagram and someone has a very good word but because the first three four seconds that you saw did not appeal to your eye did not appeal to you. You just scroll past it. Mm. You know, there's there's something I saw that I sent to BBP that was actually so powerful. But initially I scrolled. The Holy Spirit said, go back and hear what he has to say. Mm. It was it was probably a 23 seconds clip or something. But I just moved past it. Why? It did not appeal to my eye. You know, um, one of the... I used to have a friend back then in school. And one of the classical examples he gave me about God does not care about the outward appearance of men uh i laughed because he was you know coming from a, a very very correct scripture in first samuel 16 verse 7 whereby the lord david was oh, sorry samuel was going to anoint the next king and samuel got there and saw this tall handsome man looking good and samuel felt like this has to be the king he has the presence why because saul was a handsome man as well mm. so we can't go from you know, a very handsome king to someone, you know, you know, you know what I mean? And so he saw the first one as said, my, my God, this guy is, he fits the profile, right? And God said, no, 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 no. You are looking, I know what you're looking at there, Samuel. You're looking at his appearance. That's not what I'm looking at. But then the interesting part is in, you know, First Samuel 16 verse 12. First Samuel 16 verse 12, as soon as he saw David, the first description was his, the, his appearance. Mm. I thought God did not care about appearance. Mm. Why was the description of David his appearance? His eyes, his face. Why was it a description? Now, so, so that in one go, you know, disqualifies the concept that glam is not important. Secondly, Absalom was the king, was the son of the king. Absalom was loved by the entire nation. Why? He was seen to be the most handsome person in the entire mm. town, right? Yeah. If he had truth in his mouth, if he had, uh, if he had the purpose of God in his mouth, he will be easily accepted than any other person. There's a story, you know, that makes me excited about this program you guys are about to have, even though we men, go help us, we'll have something someday. There's a story, you know, from the, from the Lagos airport I heard, I've shared it somewhere before, where this woman, this family, this young guy who was narrating the story, 
you know, they come from all of these denominations that are very, you know, very conscious about don't look good, don't do this, it's just you and Jesus. And God needed to deliver that family, especially the mother. And so they were let airport in Lagos, and here comes this woman, you know, according to them, looking like Jezebel. Now, we know there's balance in these things, but, mm -hmm. you know, looking of nails done, hair done, this and that, and then, you know, she was just irritated, you know, what is this? What is this? But as God will have it, here comes a young man who is rumpled to his wheelchair, rumpled to his wheelchair. I mean, I don't know what condition this is, but, you know, deformed to the wheelchair. And right in their presence, this woman with her nails and her hair done and her lipstick and everything goes to this child and asks the minders, can I pray for him? Yeah. And so it gets interesting, like, are you, you want to pray? What, I mean, look at you, you really want to pray? And she prays for this boy and something entered this boy. The boy bolted out of the chair and started something like a force came upon him and he jumped off out of the wheelchair and started to walk around. As soon as they got to the UK, the mother, you know, this woman who had believed all her life that all these things were wrong, went straight to the store to buy jeans, to buy... He was so, so maybe the boy was delivered, but she herself was delivered by mm. the simple fact that you can't be glamorous. You can mm. look good and still carry the fire of God. And so in preparation, some of you have shown, I mean, I've, I've, I've asked questions, reached out for how to help and all of that. And it's important, but you must prepare for an encounter. There are people who have asked God, I need to, I need to look better. I have, I have, you know, I, I feel some people look better than I am. God has secrets. God has things to tell you. Yeah. You do this, do that, do this, just to make you able to reach much more people. Will you reach somebody? There are people who you reach without, you know, hair unkempt, breath smelling, looking with, with whichever way. That's the people who will listen to you, no doubt, right? But you can effectively limit the reach that God can use through you if you are not, if you don't, uh, you are fishers of men. And so if you are going to fish, you don't say, no, I want this fish to eat, eat cockroach. So I will put cockroach on. No, you mm. give it what it wants to bring it to you. All right. And so I want us to prepare, prepare prayerfully. Visualize. You can use this event as an exercise for visualization. Lord, yeah. what do I want to encounter? What do I want to be? What, what area of my life would you want to reach me? And so for this is just a charge, you know, to ensure that we, we prepare really for that program. We do prepare for that program. And then secondly, um, um, we still have open for those who want, you know, advertorials in the, what's it called now, in the brochure. You still want to, you know, you know, be a part of that. You can reach out, you know, easily to, to Timmy Lane, to myself, you know, even to, to uh, MPP you know on how you want to be a part there's a, a bookment a, a document to be dropped in the in the group for you to understand how you can reach out to one advertorials you just want to play a part in that program but much more important than all of that is that you should actually prepare to encounter god prepare to encounter god prepare to encounter god it's going to be an amazing amazing time in god's presence and so Brothers, we have been told there are going to be a hundred ladies 
You know, you need to no, position yourselves power, in places and come and join us. You know, come and join the you know the circle power. of married men. So go to that event and lift speakers. You know, help people, give someone a ride, or be ready to give somebody a ride home, and ensure that you all have a good time. Thank you for any other suggestions or any other questions and any other uh, form of support. We will reach out to the general group. God bless you, everybody. Bye. -bye. Thank you, thank you, Kavi. Thank you, thank you, everybody. It's been a wonderful, wonderful time. I'm, 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 I said this morning I was going to share. Um, just say thank you, thank you, Sumi, thank you, Sumi family, um, for receiving our ministry, for receiving us. Um, I don't take it for granted that you know you are there to listen. A long time I've had words that I, I look for people to share. Sometimes I call some people, many of them are leaders of many communities today. But back in the day, I would call them for two hours teaching, teaching, even if they were listening, I didn't care. I just needed to offload, you know. And, you know, thank God that you guys are here. I don't take it for granted. I just thought this morning, I thought about you guys every Wednesday, every last Saturday of the month, you're always there you do it you know so this is me saying thank you thank you thank you for the opportunity to serve you know like papa kaya always says says that even if god sent me and you don't open your doors i can't come and force my way and say i must teach you and share what god has said but thank you so many family i love you especially i don't take you for granted and i appreciate you um, every time I'm strict, it's because I want the best from you. And every time I push you, it's because I know that there is more that your life can yield. Glory of God. So please bear with us. And uh, thank you. God bless you, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful night.